Chapter 2. Neurology. Topic 16. Sleep. In this next section we will discuss sleep-related disorders. In general, alterations in sleep physiology occur secondary to lack of sleep, drugs or alterations in neurotransmitters resulting in abnormalities in sleep and or rapid eye movement latency. Rapid eye movement latency is defined as the time it takes to fall asleep and enter the rapid eye movement sleep phase. This normally takes 90 minutes, however it is shorter in depression and narcolepsy. Sleep latency is defined as the time it takes to fall asleep. Normally it takes 15 minutes, however it is longer in insomnia and shorter in narcolepsy. To understand sleep-related disorders, it is important to have a general idea of sleep physiology which is broken down into different stages of sleep and have unique waveform patterns on EEG. In the awake phase, we are alert and active. On EEG, there will be beta waves which appear as low voltage and high frequency. When we are drowsy, similar to a state of mind seen in meditation, EEG will demonstrate alpha waves. Stage 1 of sleep is defined as light sleep. EEG will demonstrate fast theta waves. Stage 2 sleep is the intermediate phase of sleep. Most of our sleep is spent in stage 2, approximately 40 to 50%. This stage of sleep is lengthened in patients who use benzodiazepines. The pathology commonly seen in stage 2 sleep is bruxism defined as clenching or grinding of the teeth. In this stage of sleep, EEG will demonstrate sleep spindles and K-complexes. Stage 3 sleep is our deep phase of sleep. It is decreased in the elderly resulting in feeling less refreshed after a night's sleep. The length of this stage of sleep is decreased by the use of benzodiazepines. The pathologies that occur during this stage of sleep are nocturnal enuresis, night terrors, and sleepwalking. EEG will demonstrate slow delta waves. The rapid eye movement phase of sleep occurs every 90 to 120 minutes and predominates during the second half of the night. Dreams are present during this stage of sleep. In this state, the brain is awake, but the body is asleep, compared to other stages of sleep when the brain is asleep, but the body is awake. The pathologies related to this stage of sleep are narcolepsy and dream enactment. EEG will have a similar waveform pattern as being in the awake state, that is low voltage and high frequency sawtooth waves. As previously mentioned, Derangements in neurotransmitters may also affect sleep as they each play different roles and are increased or decreased during certain phases of sleep. Serotonin is increased during sleep initiation. Acetylcholine is increased during rapid eye movement sleep. Norepinephrine is decreased during rapid eye movement sleep. And dopamine is increased during sleep arousal and wakefulness. The first disorder we will discuss related to sleep is insomnia, which is a common sleep disorder. It is defined as the inability to initiate or stay asleep resulting in significant social or occupational impairment. These patients also note early morning awakenings and non-restorative sleep. It can be acute, that is jet lag, or before an important exam or job interview. It may also be chronic, that is related to a psychiatric or medical disorder. Most cases of insomnia are secondary to underlying pathology with primary insomnia only making up 10% of cases. Specific causes may be broken down into psychiatric, medication-related, or medical disorders. Psychiatric causes include major depressive disorder, anxiety, fibromyalgia, and chronic fatigue syndrome. Medication-related causes are stimulants, atypical antidepressants such as TCAs and bupropion, beta blockers, and withdrawal from sedative drugs. Medical disorders associated with insomnia include hyperthyroidism, central nervous system pathology, COPD, CHF, and renal failure. The diagnosis is clinical after ruling out reversible causes of insomnia. Primary insomnia is a diagnosis of exclusion. Insomnia disorder requires insomnia for greater than three nights per week for three months. 
Management of insomnia disorder is targeted at improving sleep hygiene through behavior modification. Some of these modifications include sleeping in a dark room with no lights, TV, clocks, or computers. Dissociate the bedroom from all activities except for sleeping, such as avoiding eating, working, or watching TV in the bed. It is also important to avoid daytime naps and maintain a regular sleep schedule. Ensure there is an optimal sleeping environment with comfortable clothes and room temperature. Avoid eating large meals, caffeine, alcohol, and participating in stimulating activities such as exercise before sleep. Lastly, address maladaptive thoughts regarding sleep and expectations, such as I must have eight hours of sleep or else I will be tired. Pharmacological treatment should be limited to short-term use. We will now review some of the pharmacologic agents that can be used as sleeping aids. Benzodiazepines are commonly used. They increase stage 2 sleep and decreases stage 3 and rapid eye movement sleep. It has a similar effect on sleep physiology as alcohol and barbiturates. It is important to avoid these in elderly due to risk of falls and the paradoxical benzodiazepine effect. There is also a higher risk of dependence and respiratory depression. Rameltion is another option. It is a melatonin agonist. It is non-addictive and safer in elderly. Antihistamines may also be used as a sleeping aid. They function by decreasing the onset to sleep. However, it does not simulate normal sleep physiology. It is easily accessible for patients due to being over-the-counter. Like benzodiazepines, they should also be avoided in the elderly due to anticholinergic side effects. Non-benzodiazepine hypnotics have been developed primarily for use in insomnia. They have decreased dependence risk compared to traditional benzodiazepines. Examples of these medications include Zolpidem, Zaloplon, and Azopiclone. The last class of medications are sedative antidepressants such as tricyclic antidepressants and trazodone. These require high doses compared to antidepressant effect in order to be effective. Side effects for trazodone include priapism, and tricyclic antidepressants can result in anticholinergic effects. The next sleep disorder is narcolepsy. This is defined as a rapid eye movement-related sleep disorder resulting in decreased rapid eye movement latency and extension of rapid eye movement sleep physiology into the awake state. The onset occurs during adolescence and early adulthood. There is also increased incidence in families. The pathophysiology is due to decreased hypocretin, orexin, production from the lateral hypothalamus. The typical signs and symptoms are excessive daytime sleepiness, cataplexy, which is the sudden loss of muscle tone following a stimulus such as laughter, stress, loud sounds, or flashing lights. Patients may also have hypnagogic hallucinations, which are visual or auditory hallucinations before sleep. Hypnopompic hallucinations also occur, which are visual or auditory hallucinations before awakening. Sleep paralysis is another symptom, which is the inability to move upon awakening due to extended rapid eye movement sleep. This is because the brain is awake but the body is asleep. Patients also note vivid dreams. Diagnosis is made with a daytime multiple sleep latency test. This is a test that measures the amount of time to onset of sleep during five 20-minute daytime napping episodes. A positive result is one where there is a shortened sleep latency, less than eight minutes to fall asleep, and at least two rapid eye movement episodes during the five naps. Symptoms must also be present for greater than three months. Overnight polysomnography can also be performed but is usually normal. However, it may reveal sleep fragmentation. Management is the combination of behavior modification and pharmacological intervention. Behavior modification includes maintaining good sleep hygiene, having scheduled naps as this helps prevent sleep attacks, and ensuring a sufficient sleep duration. The main pharmacological interventions are modafinil, a dopamine agonist, or armodafinil.
Other options, which are stimulant medications, include amphetamines, methylphenidate, or pemeline. Agents that are specific for cataplexy prophylaxis are TCAs and sodium oxybate. Obstructive sleep apnea, OSA, is our next sleep disorder. It is defined as periodic episodes of hypopnea that is decreased airflow by greater than 50% associated with arousal or greater than 4% desaturation, or apnea, that is cessation of airflow greater than 10 seconds, that occur when the patient is sleeping. Common risk factors are age, due to the airways becoming increasingly floppy and easily collapsible when lying down, obesity, middle-aged male, and family history. The pathophysiology is due to obstruction of the upper airway during sleep, commonly due to a thick neck, enlarged adenoids, and other anatomic abnormalities. Examples of these other anatomic abnormalities include a short mandible, excessive soft tissue, or deviated septum. Signs and symptoms are daytime sleepiness, which occurs secondary to multiple nighttime awakenings that may or may not be apparent to the patient. Non-restorative sleep is common. Morning headache is also present, which occurs secondary to mild respiratory acidosis, which will subsequently result in a compensatory metabolic alkalosis. Patients also have hypertension, both systemic hypertension, due to release of catecholamines, and pulmonary hypertension, due to chronic hypoxia. Loud snoring is commonly noted by the partner. Nighttime awakenings frequently occur secondary to hypoxia. Cognitive dysfunction may be seen in more severe cases resulting in memory impairment and difficulty concentrating. Erectile dysfunction may also be seen. Diagnosis is made with a polysomnography. This will demonstrate airflow cessation despite continued respiratory effort. Additionally, during episodes of hypoxemia, there will be muscle retraction as the patient is trying to wake up. Diagnosis is also supported with an apnea-hypopnea index. This measures the number of episodes of apnea and hypopnea per hour. The diagnosis of OSA requires at least 5 episodes per hour. Severe OSA is characterized by greater than 30 episodes per hour. Management begins with weight loss. Continuous positive airway pressure, CPAP may also be utilized as it keeps the airway open using forceful positive pressure. Patients are also encouraged to sleep in non-supine position. Avoidance of sedatives such as alcohol or benzodiazepines is encouraged. Oral appliances may be used to help avoid tongue obstruction. Surgery may also be done in severe cases. A uvulopleto-pharyngoplasty can be performed, which is the surgical widening of the airway by removing the redundant soft tissue. Complications of obstructive sleep apnea are as follows. Polycythemia occurs secondary to release of erythropoietin from chronic hypoxia. Cardiac arrhythmias, sudden cardiac death, and CHF may also occur due to chronic hypoxia. Pulmonary hypertension is another complication due to chronic pulmonary vascular vasoconstriction secondary to hypoxia. Overall, obstructive sleep apnea results in a vicious cycle whereby the patient goes to sleep. This results in subsequent airway collapse. The patient's breathing then stops, causing them to wake up, and the cycle begins again when the patient goes back to sleep. Central sleep apnea is another form of sleep apnea, albeit due to a primary neurological disorder localized to the brainstem. This may occur due to a stroke, genetics, or drugs, and results in irregular respiratory efforts. Rather than breathing at a constant 12 to 20 breaths per minute, the patient will have a decreased respiratory rate occurring at irregular intervals. Lack of respiration results in decreased oxygen saturation, which eventually provides the stimulus to breathe. Management is targeted at increasing respiratory rate and maintaining oxygen saturation. This can be done with continuous positive airway pressure or supplemental oxygen. A medication that may help is acetazolamide. 
as it induces metabolic acidosis with compensatory respiratory alkalosis. These patients are also advised to avoid sedatives. Some of these patterns of abnormal respirations include a biot respiration, also known as a ataxic respiration. This is caused by neuronal damage and associated with a poor prognosis. Kussmaul breathing is another form of abnormal respiration. This is associated with metabolic acidosis such as in patients with DKA. Cheney-Stokes respirations are another subtype of irregular respirations. This is associated with central nervous system sedatives, central sleep apnea, and hypoperfusion to the respiratory centers after a stroke. As an aside, other causes of sleep apnea include Prader-Willi syndrome, acromegaly, and amyotrophic lateral sclerosis. We will now conclude with a few other sleep-related and circadian rhythm disorders. The first one is delayed sleep phase syndrome. This is a circadian rhythm disorder which results in sleep-onset insomnia and excessive early morning sleepiness. These patients are commonly referred to as night owls. They are able to achieve restorative sleep if they can set their own schedule. Treatment involves light or behavioral therapy. Another disorder is advanced sleep phase disorder. This is also a circadian rhythm disorder which presents with the inability to stay awake in the evening. These patients have early morning insomnia due to their early bedtime. Lastly, there is shift work sleep disorder. This is a sleep disorder due to shift work that is incompatible with a normal circadian rhythm. These patients have difficulty initiating, maintaining sleep and daytime sleepiness.